I want to bleep every cuss word that comes out of your mouth. Because the lovelies, oh my the lovelies don't know that you're like this new cussy boy. Yeah. Oh, you're so different. That is, that is true. I mean, I just, okay, so. Wait, before you get into it, welcome back to the latest episode of Shit on Dalton podcast. Extra I'm your host, Briar. I'm Dalton <laughs> 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 And I'm Jafufu. <laughs> please, please, like, oh, that I'm would 100%. be hilarious. Only my cuss words, everyone else. <laughs> no, but, what would be really funny is if I bleeped all your cuss words but that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, okay, so I, I just came to the conclusion that I don't think cuss words are bad, uh, but I use them sparingly. And this is prime example. I dropped the F-bomb and these two laugh. Yeah. Most people that cuss regularly, you wouldn't get that type of reaction. So do you think that came That's from true. like part That's of your true. reconstruction? Deconstruction. Deconstruction. Oh, Reconstruction yeah. of the <laughs> when your psyche broke apart and they had to <laughs> reconstruct it. So I, I kind of went through a um so I'm a Christian and I've been Christian since August fifth, two thousand six. And obviously growing up in the Bible belt, you kinda um you kinda get some religion on you. Not yeah. just not just Jesus, you know, yeah. you kind of get some religion on you in the Bible Belt mentality, which I think it's fine for some people. Um, I think me personally, I was trying to adopt that, and Jesus was like, No, fam, you don't have to do all that. And I've been going through this deconstruction phase where I'm asking myself, you know, what's you know, what's something what's how Jesus would want me to live, how he wouldn't want me to live, what's religious, what's not religious. And that's one thing I kind of came to across. Now that, now we'll say this. I I think cussing can be bad if you use it to tear down somebody, like legit sure. tear down somebody. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. But and it's just like anything, like love God, love love others. And so, like, if I was like, "What's up, mother?" <laughs> I don't think that's a bad deal. But if I was like, "Listen here, you dumb," I think that was a little sassy, like right? That. And so I think that's listen what, here, listen here. But, and that's just an example. And I've actually talked to my therapist, like how some cuss words, like for example, I've always heard like bloody hell and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like an English. Oh, bloody hell. Is like, is really bad. But they say it all the time. Right. I don't feel bad for saying bloody hell. But if I say, you need Jesus. I literally legit feel like this thing inside of me, like I shouldn't do it mm-hmm. because it's a culture connotation of like, hey, that's bad. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I was I legit talking to my therapist about so and i mean arguably not to get too much into it but nowhere in the bible does it say you're gonna go to hell for cussing right and there's a, there's a verse in the new testament that talks about foul language and stuff but i to me i and i need to do like my greek and arabic research on that to actually make a you know say Draw something that's not, yeah. that this you know to make sure that it's this said correctly but I think it's in the same lines of what I said. Like yeah, talking trash using about it people. to hurt people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes From sense. From my understanding, there's actually times in the New Testament, Paul was like cussing in their their day and time to get a point across mm, or saying bad words I to get see. a point across. I don't, that's just something I read a long time ago. Don't quote me on it. Couldn't give you a Bible verse to save my life. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah, where that's at located anyways. But, but yeah, so I mean, I, I still don't cuss regularly. Now, if if I know it'll get a laugh, I'll do it. Because I like making people laugh. So that's why I was like, um, yeah. <laughs> Said so that's why you've trained, you've become a new cussy boy. Yeah. I, it's just weird because the only time I ever heard Dalton cuss <laughs> is when he was upset. Yeah. And there were times I tried to provoke him to that point. 
Yeah. Well, I still think about the one time we were drinking and hanging out. Yeah. Okay, Briar loves logic. Everyone loves logic. But after an hour of logic, you kind of want to hear something else. Nah. Nah. <laughs> he kept playing it over and over. Uh, and I was like, can we please change the song or something like that? And I said, no, it's logic. And I go, listen here, mother. Oh, Lord. He was upset. <laughs> like, I said it so good, too. And everyone, was like, <laughs> everyone goes, whoa. I said it with such confidence. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? But yeah, so I mean, I don't, I don't cuss. I still don't cuss a lot. Yeah. My favorite thing to say is "Hell yeah, brother." I do love saying that though. <laughs> That's not even like to me. The hell is not even a bad word. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Oh jeez, oh, man. We originally were going to talk about watches, but here we are. Oh, we still are. Oh <laughs> shit. Okay, let me step out of this scene. Go ahead. Well, you see. <laughs> so okay, Dalton, how many watches do you own? Uh, I own, I think 10 now. Jeez. It's worse than I thought. How long know? have you been doing this? A week? No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly. Okay. I'll, I'll be real with you guys. Yeah. Um, I think part of it, I do love watches. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I've, I've always worn a watch or most of the time. Like I've, like I've had watches as a kid, so it's not something that's, that's new. Yeah. But. I think my obsession with automatic watches and mechanical watches happened. Well, I was dating, I was dating this girl. We dated for about seven months. And that's when I bought one because initially, okay, I'm trying this. There's a lot to this. So initially, don't look at me like that, Jamel. I will look at you how I want to. Um, I bought, I wanted to go back to regular watch right? because my Apple watch sounds stupid, but it was, it was giving me anxiety. Um, I was going through a time in my life where I thought my heart condition worsened. Um, so since I thought it worsened, it triggered my need to constantly check my heart rate and do an ECG on my watch because I was so worried. Because I got I got a test result saying that my condition worsened, so it freaked me out. Right. Yeah. As I mean, that's understandable. And with me being OCD, like I, it, it grabbed a hold of it, and I was like, I told Briar, Jamel, and I think my. Uh, my girlfriend's at the time, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to a mechanical watch. Well, I'm going to go back to a regular watch. That way I can't check it. And I was like, but if I'm going to go back, I'm going to get like automatic watch, like a legit, mm. not like a, um, not like a Timex you get. At yeah. Walmart. Not like a, um, what's it called? Like a battery operated. Yeah. yeah so yeah. those are really cool. The ways that they actually work. We'll talk about that here in a little bit, but anyways, <laughs> yeah. If you haven't figured it out by now, Dalton has become the watch guru. Dude, watches are it. really cool. But anyways, so I, I went. I got my first. Anyways, I bought the watch. It was a Seiko uh, Series Five or Sport Five automatic watch. First automatic watch, fell in love with it. You could see it had an exhibition back on it. Mm -hmm. So exhibition back means you can see the inside of the watch and see the movement. And so like that's like the oh the, that's cool. You the can gears actually see the everything. gears and the yeah. mechanical working. Of it. Yeah, beautiful watch. My favorite watch, and I'll never get rid of it because it was a a sign or a reminder that. I don't need to be obsessed with my health. Right. Yeah, um, that's good so anyways, good news. Um, I actually found out my heart's a lot healthier than what it. Hey. Yeah. So my heart's good. Nice. But anyway, so um, but anyways, I, I broke my girlfriend and I broke up at that time about the same time about the watch. And so I what you're I, saying is you're single. I well, <laughs> I'm single and have mental issues. Who's ready to get down? Hey, <laughs> popping <boom>. ladies, <laughs> ladies. Um, but 
I think when that happened, like, you know, when you break up with someone, you you try to fill that void. Yeah. yeah I honestly yeah. think I I know I did because there's some watches I bought. I'm like, why did I buy this? Like yeah. I like it, but not enough to actually own it. Um, so I'm actually selling some. I'm gonna actually give you guys a couple watches. I haven't Aww. told you yet. I haven't decided which ones I'm gonna give you yet because they're good watches. You're so though. sweet. Don't wear them. You're right. sweet, boy. ladies. He's sweet too. Men, he's sweet. And don't forget the mental issues. <laughs> that's the cherry on top. That is the added bonus. Yep. That's or should the, I that's say a, that's the imaginary cherry on yeah. top? That's the extra fry in the bag you didn't know you wanted, <laughs> but it's there, and you're like, "Hey, bonus fry!" <laughs> Remember what? the fry tax you used to put on me? What the fry tax? When we would go get food, and you'd start eating fries out of the bag, and you were like, "Oh, it's the fry tax, bro." <laughs> kind of, yeah. He implemented this fry tax rule where anytime we went out to eat, and I don't know if it was I bought or whatever, we were getting something in the drive through. Things that I bought, yeah. And if I was driving, he just reach in the bag and start eating, and I was like, "Dude," and he's like, "Nah, it's the fry tax. It's just part of it." Yeah, and sorry. it's been that way ever since. Got a problem taking out the the fries, the fries. Yep. No. Oh my gosh, that was a good pun. No. <sighs> That was good. Lost but I mean, I also do that. I do. I, I implement a dad tax on everything. Oh, facts. Well, my kids want something. Dad tax. Yeah. Well, I'm getting a part of that. What do you mean? That's right. I'm excited about that. You'll pay rent here. That's right. <laughs> that candy. That's half mine. Dad tax. Dad tax. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. It's great. Yeah. We've been doing that for a while now. Like the kids just accept it. They're like, oh, they even like dad tax. Here you go. You're, like, get, yeah. you're getting them ready for the real world. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but but yeah so back to watches i like watches i like them a lot they're really cool so my experience with watches is we were talking a little bit about this before we started recording i've had pretty much every smart watch out except for like a garmin and all that stuff like actual like android wear apple watch um currently i use an apple watch i realistically don't use it for what it can do like there, I've been talking with Dalton. I think I might go back to just a regular watch because all I need is the time and date, most for the most part. Uh, I remember having this dope fossil watch that I hated losing. I had a fossil watch too back in the day. Yeah, it, this one was cool because my uh, my cousin worked. He worked at a casino at the time, and it ended up in the lost and found, and so he gave it to my mom to give to my dad for like a gift. My dad didn't want to wear it. So my parents gave it to me. This is like a $300 fossil watch. It was one of the self winding perpetual or the, yeah, it's the perpetual or pendulum watch where it had a, uh, a weighted um, disc, like yeah. quarter disc. In so it. And when you, were, yeah, when you walked, the weight of it, the gravity, it wound itself back up. Mm-hmm. It was dope. Yep. I loved it, but no, I lost it somewhere. That's what most of my watches have. It's uh, they're self winding, but you can also wind them yourselves if you want. Yeah, to. yeah, this one you could too. Yeah, for example, I'm wearing a uh, a Phoebus. Uh, hey, that's a Pokemon. Is it what? Yep. What do you mean, Phoebus? Yep, it's a that's a fish Pokemon. Oh, is that the fish Pokemon you've been it trying is. to evolve? Yeah. Nice. Look at you. Yeah, this is all. <laughs> Dogs are fish on <laughs> You can kind of. It's got the NH35 movement, which is uh, worldly known as one of the most accurate movements, but oh. also one of the cheapest. About sixty bucks a movement. So define movements. Yeah. 
So MUBA is what you were talking about, like the the, the, ro the rotary thing. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. And that's what keeps time and everything. For example, um, you know, Rolex has their own brand. Omega has their own brand. Seiko has their own brand. Um, they do, what are they? Like in their actual watches, they don't do that. So NH35 is actually owned by Seiko, but I don't think they use them anymore in their current watches. None that I've seen. They do like an R6 movement. So essentially all it is, it's just, it's just based off how accurate the time is. Like they, there's some cheaper movements out there that don't have the best time. So for example, with these automatic watches and you've heard Robert talk about this with his Breitling, um, they lose time ever so often. There's a coil in there that's wound up and that's how it determines the time. You'll hear like, it'll, if you watch any watch videos, you'll put, they'll, you'll see them put it on their, this little reader it'll tell you how often it's going to lose time per day. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So I think, um, which I don't haven't tested any of mine. Well, the one I bought, the few I bought from the guy in Texas, like I think it's like plus or minus a second each day, which is really good. Mm -hmm. But now if you have a watch that hasn't been serviced, they can really get up there in time. And that's why Robert is like, I got to get mine service. Well, that's crazy to me that you have to take your watch in for maintenance. Yeah. Well, it's all, there's no electronics in this. Right. And that's what I love about it. Like in a world that we're constantly bombarded, like everything in this room almost has like some type of chip in it. Yeah. Like even those phones, our phones, that audio interface, interface yeah, yeah, yeah. your headphones, it, pretty much almost everything in here has some type of microchip in it. And that's one thing I did love about it is that we live in a world that's literally electronics galore. It's how we live. And there's nothing wrong with it, but there's just something nice about having something on my wrist that is completely all kinetic which is nuts to me like like you said it's hard to fathom it in this day and age but like watchmaking is such an old art yes that i to me do you think it's going to be one of those trades that will survive the test of time and oh absolutely oh really yeah i mean the i mean if you look at it like just in today's like economy because of covid and everything you couldn't find a Rolex uh, Submariner to save your life because they're such backward. And even I wonder why. Just the parts and. The I thing. mean, I wonder why they they surged during COVID. Uh, a lot of it comes back to the same things with electronics, just manufacturers, um, shipping process. Okay, so it's not like the the demand increased. <laughs> no, it I think was the a demand did of... increase because once you get to the point where you're buying Rolexes, Omegas, and Tudors and stuff like that. You're not buying a watch just to tell time. You're buying it as an investment. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, like classic cars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, there's some Omega Submariners that when, like, there's a uh, Omega, not Omega, a Rolex Submariner. I'm sorry. There's a Rolex Explorer that I watched this guy bought for like 345 bucks back in the day. Mm -hmm. It's worth like over a hundred thousand dollars. Holy now. cow. That's nuts. Yeah. And talking about an investment there. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just because, and that's one reason why I want a Rolex is for a, for investment, but for number two, like the legacy behind it, it was literally built as just a tool watch as a diver's watch. Mm -hmm. And they, like, you know, they had to explore watches and GMTs, which GMT basically gives you a, a time for another time zone. Right. Right. Like right. that was pilots wore that a lot. Like if they were crossing time zones and they needed no time in another time zone, they they had a so there's three hands normally. You have your second, your hour, and your minute. On the GMT, you'd have another hand that pointed to like say three o'clock and it would slowly go to like four and five. So you could be like, Yeah, it's about three o'clock there. 
Oh, okay. Once, once it reaches I the middle see. about 3.30. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You could just guesstimate. Mm-hmm. I mean, because arguably the hours change, but not necessarily the minutes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that makes sense. And then diver watches had a purpose. It was a way to, you know, tell how long a diver was down. And there's a lot, because I know the other day, Jamel, you asked me about the bezel mm-hmm. and how it turns and rotates. There's like a whole science behind that. And a base, I think a math too, like the way they turn it, mm-hmm. that determines like how long they can stay down, how much longer they have before they can start rising up and all that. Oh, okay. that's pretty cool. Oh, crap. Give me a second. Jamel's other audio from the previous podcast didn't delete. Oh we, no, we good, we good. I got it out of there because everything's I re- fine. Remember, I paused him. Oh yes. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I separated the audio. That's so fine. if you didn't hear last episode, we uh had to put Jamel in podcast jail. You didn't, thought, you didn't have to put me. I thought you were going to say we put Jamel in, in his place. I was like, wow, <laughs> we had to put Jamel in his place. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, well, anyway, going back to logic, he bought a Rolex for his son. Yeah. Yeah, way I'm gonna to find bring it all back. I'm gonna find a way to bring him in. <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch! <laughs> You're taking my pockets. Um, Wait, he bought a Rolex for his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that gold Rolex he wears on his wrist, yeah, it's for his son. Yeah, that is dope. Yeah. I have a I have a friend that does that. He bought a Rolex. That's a game plan for me. I'm like, hey Zoe, uh, is it Rolly time? The Rolly time. She's gonna get a so. A lot of you may know because a lot of you are friends with us on Facebook. But yeah, we're expecting our first child. Super excited. Like the podcast, not Briar and Zoe. No, yeah, the <laughs> podcast. We're birthing a human. Yes. <laughs> and we're all going to go in on a Rolex. We're all, we're all going to go in on a child. <laughs> go in Habsies. And so Zoe, apparently, I never knew this. Jamel, you might have to attest to this. There's a thing called a push present that the women get. For giving birth, like I've, I've have you heard, heard of push presents? I've I have heard of that before. I've never experienced it or seen it myself, but I've heard people getting push so. Presents. I mean, if anyone deserves a present, it's definitely the lady. Oh, absolutely! 100%. Like Zoe's been watching. Oh, gosh, I'm not ready for that day. Jamel, I'm going to need you to be on uh, Facetime with be, me, holding be my hand. Be ready. I kid you not. My last child, I held Michaela's legs for two hours. Two hours I held her. My arms were shaking so bad. Held the her nurse, huh? Her legs. Her legs. Like open? Yeah. Like why did were you doing that? Well, I mean, that's I mean, it's like a it's like a tradition. Like the dad gets down there and holds one leg and then the nurses hold the other leg. Oh, okay. But typically in she most of the spazzing out exactly, like cerebral palsy. Most of the time they'll rotate you out. Never once did. <laughs> Never once. In. He's got it. Never once tagged me out. And at one point, I dropped her leg, and she kicked the doctor in the face. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. I, I, my arms were at that point. Like, you can't hold something. <laughs> a nurse walks up to Jamel and, like, dabs a bead of sweat. You got this, champ. <laughs> Doctor's down there like, right? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, it. I felt bad for the doctor. But at the same time, like, I'm literally holding something for two hours straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you... Come on, like, was nobody thinking to swap the dad out? No, nah, I mean, she held that child for nine months for you. She did. That's true. She 100% did. And she so, did well, I'm sure job. she didn't get a push present from you? No. <laughs> but I did take care of her. Okay. All right, I did. Enough, she praises enough. me for that because at that point I was experienced. You know, that's my second child. I knew what to do. Right. So, like, I was able to care for her while she and give her the, the time she needed to have the one-on-one with the child. You know what I mean? I mean, like, yeah, no, no, no. That makes perfect sense. And uh, 
let's just say you might be getting a FaceTime from me in that operating room. Bro, I got you. You know, I got you. I'm experienced. I'm sitting here crying. <laughs> Jamal, what do I do? <laughs> That's going to be me 100%. Uh, they're going to tell you not to look. You're going to look. I'm just going to tell you now. You're going to look. Oh, yeah. No. I you're going to look. It's going to look wild. Okay. It's gonna look wild. <laughs> it's gonna look wild, man. We're talking like, about like wild thornberries. Yeah, wild. Like, like you're gonna be like, that's that's a baby. It's gonna look like an alien coming out. Give me your heads up right now. It already looks like an alien on the little 4D ultrasound thing we did. I've just if you look down, if you take the time to look down and actually watch the experience, it's it's wild. Well, their heads are different shapes, right? Don't their heads are molded. Aren't, don't they have to mold the heads? I've always heard that. Well, okay, so the heads are not solid. Right. So they can go through the birth canal. Like Correct. the plates crazy? fuse. Yeah, I know. It's nuts. But the plates fuse as they're like aging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why there's always a soft spot on the baby's head. That's why they say don't push on the baby's head. Oh, oh. fun fact. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, cousin John. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so no, Zoe's uh we're she's planning a push present. And not gonna lie, she told me in uh hashtag ADHD I forgot. Wow. So wow. I'll call myself out. <laughs> Uh, she so, told me at one point what it was, and I'm trying. I've been sitting here this whole time trying to remember it to avoid calling myself. So out. the push present she's re- requesting is it an experience? Is it an actual gift that she's wanting? Or I think it's an actual gift. Oh. If I if I remember correctly, right? Clearly, I don't. Hmm. Uh, but no, I told her that uh, my push present wants to be a Rolex. <laughs> you know which one you want to get? Uh, no, I have no idea. Because you're even. just gonna be pushing so, so hard. <laughs> There's another ongoing joke or ongoing tradition that I'm trying to uh, spin on her is for every child she gets, dad gets a new car. And so, wow, because we bought we bought my car that I talked about two episodes ago, Rosie, and uh, as like a it wasn't like sounds terrible. (laughs) She uh, she we bought the car. And I started, we started trying for a baby. There was a, there was a fair trade there. <laughs> and what's funny is. I'll give you a baby. Give me a Mustang. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately. Uh, and the reason why I started laughing halfway through that is because my sister and my mom, before we started trying and everything, uh, came through or they came by to visit me at work before my sister left. And we were talking and we were talking about, we were thinking about trying. And I told mom and Brooke about, uh my our agreement like zoe gets a baby i get a new car and somehow so one thing led to another about like if we accidentally had a kid and i was like but what about my car and my mom like slapped the shit out of me (laughs) as she should (laughs) as she should I was like, what? It's fair. It's the fair trade. So that's a that's a joke that we have for every child. Dad gets a new car. And apparently a Rolex. <laughs> and a Rolly. Yeah. So I'm clearly coming out ahead yeah. on this deal. Must well, nice. I'll help you pick one out. Thank you. You're going to spend a lot of money on them right now, though. Oh, uh, bet. They're investments. Tutors are nice. I never had one in school. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> If I could, I'd mute you right now, Briar, but you're not plugged into my computer. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Huzzah. I was waiting for that no, one. Tutor Omega's really good. Omega's really good. Um, so you're, what What were you, there was a word you said that I didn't know what it was. Which one? 
<laughs> you would ask me those tough questions. Are you talking about the movement? No, not the movement thing. Just start start naming watches. Uh, Omega, Tudor. No, I mean, Hamilton. Like, it was a Rolex, but it was a Rolex something. Oh, a Submariner. Yeah, what does that mean? What's so, Submariner? Rolex Submariner, that's their diving Rolex. Got it. So, there's a Submariner, a Submariner no date, and there's a Submariner with date. And you know the magnifying glass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's called a Cyclops. Okay, cool, cool. Um, and there's different color seams, schemes. So, you'll hear uh, Kermit, which is like a black dial with the, I'm sorry, black bezel with the green dial. And you'll hear like Hulk, which is green on green. And then you'll hear just regular black. I mean, there's all kinds of different words out there. Can you say there's like one for like Pepsi or something like that? Yeah, there's a Pepsi watch. That's usually your GMTs. Like that's what Rolex is known for with their GMT. What does GMT stand for? Is that the one with the uh, So that's the one that has time zones? Yeah, it's pretty cool. The reason why it's called a Pepsi is so the blue. So it's a 24-hour time. Right. When it's nighttime, it's 1800 to 6 a.m., right? Okay. Or 6 a.m., that's blue, so nighttime, and daytime is red. Oh, so like the Pepsi logo. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a Coke, and there's Batman logo. Um, There's so many, like, crazy lingos. See, I feel like those watches would not be as valuable as, like, a classic. Oh, those are classics, though. Yeah, no, that's what's crazy to me. Yeah, and see, we have a misunderstanding that like a gold Rolex is the the, the, the tried best. and true standard, and it's not. Like, there's so many different watches out there, and there's so many cool stories about watches. That's another thing I like about watches is they they usually have stories behind them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like there's a. Have you ever seen that Netflix show called The Workshop? Is that with the radium stuff? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, it's oh. not with radium stuff. Okay. Uh, the Workshop is um, it's like a restoration show on netflix where people bring in old antique artifacts like not artifacts gosh antique stuff and they're they these people are like the masters of their trade and re um oh gosh what do they call it not reconditioning um basically restoring restore them yes that's the word i was looking for um they restore them back to what they were right and some people will argue like, oh, you're killing the value because it's not original. But um, there's a guy on there that is he's like an expert watch guy. Yeah. And so he does all the intricate like it is crazy. Yeah. No, like the mechanisms and all that. And a lot of times he doesn't have all the parts. So he has to like reverse engineer how they did it and then find and make a part for it. It's a really, really cool show called The Workshop. I'll have to check that out. The, the first episode we watched, it had one of the original Louis Vuitton um, uh, chests, like the trunks. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an actual original Louis Vuitton. One that he, because Louis Vuitton's known for making trunks. Like that's what he was. And then it blew up into the brand that it is today. Um but it was so cool watching them restore that back, like taking the old leather and like cleaning it and refreshing it and bringing it back. And then yeah. that was nuts. That trunk alone was probably worth easily over a hundred grand. Oh yeah. It's, it's crazy how much like some of those old Rolexes are like, or some depending on how rare and how many were made or easily getting millions. Yeah. It's and- nuts, man. 
And the reason why I asked you earlier about if it was going to be a trade that lasted, um, because there's a lot of trades now in our day and age that have been replaced with electronics. Right. Like and Apple watches and stuff like that. Right. And, or even in the tech industry, there's a lot of technology that is just obsolete. And you have all these tradesmen that learned and devoted their lives to these things where now either they're dead or they're just, they're not, you can't find them anywhere. One of a, a customer of ours, um, they uh, do a lot with like radio stations and they have a, an RF engineer on staff. And uh, Roberts basically told me that he uh, writes his own paycheck because he's one of the last RF engineers because oh, nobody deals with radio frequencies anymore. No, not hard. It's all digital. And he's like, I think he's in his late 60s. Yeah, so he's probably, like when he goes, it Yeah, it's goes. like, there's just, who do you have? You don't have people to pass the buck to because that technology is not. It's like an ancient language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's crazy. That's why I was asking. I mean, honestly, I, I think watches are going to be the new record players. Oh, like vinyl and everything. Yeah, like I really yeah. think that they're going to come back around because the reason why I say that is, and I know we got to wrap it up, but um, like I did not know there's whole watch communities out there. People just obsessed with like Seiko brand, Rolex brand, Omegas. Um, like there's Facebook groups, there's YouTube channels. Like I follow this YouTube channel. It's just guy in Ireland. It's all he talks about is watches. That's He's hilarious though, but um it's it's really cool. Like I said, um, it's like I said now that I know more about it. I think it's another thing too. I didn't know a lot about it, so I was just buying as they came in, you know. Right. Um, like, oh, that looks neat. I want that one. Yeah, pretty much because there's so many different styles and brands. But now that I understand, like, I think one day I'll probably buy a Rolex Submariner, but it's gonna have to be like a special occasion. Right. Yeah. It can't just be because, like, at the end of the day, they all tell time. I mean, that's true. You know, yeah. and. It's like I said, I have a watch. That's arguably like people who collect sneakers. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you still put them on your feet. Yeah. And walking. Well, some well, people, some people do don't. Yeah. yeah. Some people don't. No, it's a cool little hobby. It's fun to learn about it. There's all kinds of different phrases. Like if a, if a watch is really awesome, they call it a cracker. A cracker? <laughs> cracker watch, bro. Uh, Jamel, why are you laughing at that? I just want to. I was not expecting that. Oh, no, I, I just was not expecting that. I first heard like cracker. <laughs> Whoa. Hang wait on a, a second. <laughs> wait a minute. And there's God tier watches and stuff. Like, uh, there's, it's, it's just, there's cool stuff to it. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, I didn't know Jamel was going to sh passion but here we are uh, well this thank you for joining this episode of yeah. shit on dalton <laughs> today we discussed his happiness instead of happy hour shit on dalton hour <laughs> no oh, but that's man. really cool and i appreciate you sharing that yeah, I, yeah that's thanks briar you're welcome yeah, uh, thanks briar hmm. and i mean it i i love that kind of stuff and i love that i mean everybody knows that i'm like the tech guy and so seeing passions outside of that is awesome because there's so much, the world's such a big place. It's just ridiculous. Like if you ever think you're in a small bubble, or I mean, if you ever think that you've seen it all, I mean, just take a take a walk in somebody else's shoes. It's just mind mind boggling to wrap your head around. But anyway, Dalton, I'm glad you were able to come on this episode. We appreciate you. 
Thanks for having me. Stay tuned, people. We might have Dalton on another episode. <laughs> we may let him go. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just see. When we birth this child of ours, he <laughs> might replace him. But anyway, thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out, like I said, every other Monday. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. And we hope you have a wonderful day, evening or night. Whatever, whenever you're listening. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. Bye, everybody. It's whatever. Bye. Bye. <laughs>